Hello, this is the uh, fun of trying to sell you on an idea of language that will describe emotional anatomy. The reason is that emotional anatomy organizes the brain. It's a, a new way of looking at the cognitive processes. The, the, the cognitive process has been described by many different players all over the world, and we're looking for a simplified language that allows us to see how emotional anatomy organizes the brain. Now, the brain's a physical system made up of different neural circuits that are specialized for solving the different adaptive problems of life. And these different neural circuits <clears throat> form the massive modularity. This is useful. I mean, Fodor has written about it, and the cognitive behavioral therapy is can we think it through? So my suggestion, however, is that I'm selling your intellect on a new way of looking at how the mind works, and that <clears throat> that's not easy to do, but plasticity of the brain allows us to write the new movie of awareness. This vocabulary allows us to kind of flex the brain and work the brain and even become aware of a new movie, accepting the new movie of awareness into our, uh, the center of our attention for a moment, hopefully generating a little curiosity, a little fascination, comfortable, confident, and familiar with what's going on, curious, fascinated, and excited. And these are useful tools that we hope to use to attract us into this new language of emotional anatomy. You see, because when the mood changes, the movie changes. And it requires awareness for us to recognize the various cascading moods that can then, unfortunately, get us stuck in a portion of our brain. But grateful for this growing awareness, we can find through gratitude guiding our heart home that there is a discovery there of the lens of awe and wonder. And wow, okay, I can see more clearly and choose more wisely when viewing through that lens. The hope is that we would be attracted by that most rewarding feeling, wow, that occurs as we catch the glimpse through that lens of awe and wonder. Well, this massive mod, uh, this massive modularity, this uh, these modules of thinking are 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 considered to be uh, impregnated, uh, uh, permanently etched into the brain. We talk about default emotional reflexes because my claim is this massive modularity can be understood by becoming aware of emotions triggering the variety of thoughts, feelings, images, urges, impulses, moods, attitudes, etc. You see, the, the, the claim that I'm making is that by seeing this structure more clearly, that we would then be given the privilege of choosing more wisely amongst the possibilities available to us as we look through this lens of awe and wonder. Now, that can become very helpful because, you see, there's a consistency in this massive modularity that we can grow familiar with.
and that we adapt to the reflexes uh, by discovering habits, patterns, and personality that have been successful. We become, uh, our personalities are, are, are successful in survival. This is a survival strategy. And so these are, uh, at first, we become familiar and then decide freedom versus slavery, the summation of all psychological thought, whether or not we wish to be dominated by the default emotional reflexes and that this grateful growing awareness we find through this lens of awe and wonder, we are then attracted to the most rewarding feelings. Wow! A kind of magnet that could be recognized as the default emotional reflex initiates. The magnet. Consider the possibility of the haagen bar. I know it's in the refrigerator. I'm attracted to the feeling that wants one. I enter into the module in my brain that contemplates the joy of munching upon one. Now, of course, I can jump on the scale and convince myself, "Ah, not now, it's inappropriate. That's the tug of war between the stories. That's new movie, old movie, if the new movie wants to be able to influence my future and uh, not develop so much weight, I have to be able to see that cognitive influence, that magnet activated that's suckering me into the place in my brain that wants, that desires, that is addicted to uh, the the haagen bar. Now, of course, this applies across the board. This applies also to uh, drugs, uh, alcohol, uh, behaviors of all sorts. So we want to be able to see when the magnet that is enticing us into a sector of the brain that's causing problems. That's why the wow lens is so cool, because I can see the sector of the brain that's causing me problems. And gratitude, thank you, chooses the alternative pathway. You see, the thought process trying to overcome one of these modules doesn't work because the module, explained by the cognitive behaviorists, is impenetrable. I can't think through it. I can't change the module, but I can stand back through the lens of awe and wonder, and I can see how that magnet activates. I know where the haagen bar is. I begin to wallow in its awareness. I begin to fall prey to the desire, and then slowly, through you know, allowing that thought to continue, I snowball into all right, open the thing up and eat it. And that then I uh, can also fall prey to beating myself up for having fallen into the trap and and, uh, consume something that I had decided I wasn't going to consume. Now I'm doing this as a very simple illustration of how I can recognize the beginning of the magnet. Now as a magnet draws closer, to itself or draws closer to another magnet, suddenly it draws so close, wham, it activates. It, 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 it slams shut. Or 
uh, sometimes, alternatively, you put the uh, reverse poles and they push away from each other. So these are free, this in freedom versus slavery, this is an illustration of the emotional anatomy that draws you in or pushes you away. And so the magnet is a useful metaphor for this experience. Our challenge is to become aware of when the magnets activate. Because the goal will be to pursue the vision, familiar, comfortable, confident, and familiar, curious, fascinated, and excited, aware of our emotional anatomy. We want to be able to navigate successfully, make the wiser choice for the better. This is the, the growing habit, and we get attracted to it because we want to make the world a better place because we're here. You see, I'm claiming that within emotional anatomy that there is this unifying theme Make the world a better place because we're here. And that unifying theme exists inside the DNA of mankind. And if we can activate awareness, make the world a better place because we are here, then people can begin seeing the tug of war inside their own being, inside their own person, and that they can see the, the thoughts that are in opposition to that simple truth. Uh, that I, I am attracted, I want to, but... And then the repelling magnets, those, those, those thought processes, I become more familiar with the magnets that repel me against make the world a better place because I'm here. I begin to recognize the personal significance to the future of the world because the choices I make make a difference. I begin to see that my personal experience makes a difference as I learn to speak it for others. And that's what I'm trying to do on this podcast. I'm, I'm attempting to grow this language well enough so that you become familiar with it and even attracted to come back and listen again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope it has made some sense. And we'll try again. By golly.